Their coach is King Rice, and he joins us now. King, welcome. How are you? Mike, I'm doing great, uh, and it's great to be on your show. Well, thank you. But, boy, you have had some – you've had an unlucky couple of days here. I mean, the 4 OT game to Penn, the overtime game against UConn, and then, you know, somebody called me about this Hofstra game where they tapped the ball out and nailed the three to beat you right at the end of the game. Yes, they did. And what's funny, Mike, is everybody, coaches, go back and forth on if you're up three, if you should foul or not. And I've always been on the other side where I think you should get a stop. And I've tried to mature as a coach and doing a little more research, and it's the smart play to foul. And then a couple of things went wrong for us, and they ended up getting the win anyways. So now I'm sitting here, and I'm like, well, maybe i got to go back to just Well, I've always been straight. on the non-foul way, and yours is now an example of <laughs> what can happen where they make one – they tap out the rebound on the second one, and they hit a three, and you lose the game. And that's what I've always talked about. Why give them a chance? So I've always been on the other one, and you're now going to be the perfect answer to anyone who wants to fight that argument. But how about just recently? How's your team handling, before I get to the Wildcats, how are they handling these rough losses? I mean, a 4 OT loss, an overtime loss to UConn. Your team has played their heart out against Penn, UConn, and Hofstra, come away with nothing. Well, I think the the important part is we have great kids in our program from great families, and adversity makes you stronger. Yep. And we've we've had our fair share over the last couple of years that you know we won some games just like that. And I would run out of there, out of the game, and just be like, "Man, I don't even know how that happened, but we got it done." And everybody tells you those things work out, and you're not just always going to win them. And our kids have put us in position in a lot of games where we can we could have won those games, and we just have to understand you you got to play to the final horn. And our kids are showing up every single day. That's a credit to their families and to who they are as young men, just trying to get better. Um, we knew we scheduled extremely hard this yep. year, so there would be some some times that it might might look tough for us. But we're in a tough league in the MAC. And I think this is preparing us um, for the, the tough max schedule to hopefully give us a chance to, to have a chance on the Monday night in the MAC championship. If we can get there, we'll definitely have our bruises and our bumps, and it should make us tougher. Well, listen, you're right. We're talking about King Rice, the Monmouth head coach. Uh, the, the league is a good league. It's a tough league. It's a, it's a very well-balanced league. And as you said, you have really scheduled, I mean, you scheduled some kind of uh, early season uh, in your non-conference. I mean, Seton Hall on the road, Virginia, which is one of the best defensive teams anywhere on the road, UConn, uh, of course, Hofstra, which is a solid club, and then all you got now is Kentucky tomorrow. So, I mean, uh, doesn't get any tougher than that. That's going to toughen your kids up, no question about it. Now, Everyone says that this Wildcat team is going to take a little more time, but they're still the Wildcats. They still got plenty of size. They still got plenty of talent. And I, I was fortunate to, to be able to be a court coach on the under-19 team that Coach Cal coached this summer. So I got to watch Coach up close. Uh, I've known him for a long time. He recruited me when I was a kid. Yep. He's always been very, very good to me. And then I got to watch him up close. So he's one of the best that's doing it. And then the kids, Kevin Knox and Pete J. Washington and Hamadou, were all at that workout. 
tremendous, tremendous kids. And Cal can put kids together. Uh, I watched him do it with the under-19 team, and he, he, he just knows how to relate to them. So people might think it takes some time for these kids, but I look at it and I say, well, there's probably four or five guys on that team that we're going to see tomorrow that they're going to get their names called in June or July, whenever the draft is. And, um, you know, for us, we just got to go out there and try to play Mammoth basketball and be excited that we have this opportunity, not only against Kentucky, but we get to do it in Madison Square Garden. No question. And playing that there, is so just, any, that's great for, for recruiting. That's great for everything, right? Just, just the idea of getting to play in the garden is a big deal, right? Well, I, I played at Carolina, and I only got to be in there two times in right. an NIT tournament. And I've never coached in there. And now I get to do it against Kentucky, who has the most wins in college basketball, against a Hall of Fame coach, Coach Calipari, and against they'll be one of the top teams throughout the year. And you go into this game, our kids are excited. They want to play these types of games. I was so excited till I woke up this morning. And then it's like, oh, man, we got Kentucky tomorrow. So the juices got flowing. And uh, we had a good workout this morning. We're about to practice here in a little while. And uh, we're going to go and make sure we have fun. You know, we're talking with King Rice, the Monmouth coach. And you mentioned Kentucky. The thing he does there that he doesn't get credit for, uh, King, is he gets those kids to do two things. He gets them to play hard, and he gets them both ends of the floor, and he gets them to be unselfish. I mean, those guys, any one of them could could be the leading scorer. Any one of them can score like crazy. I mean, look at Davis. He hardly took any shots when he was there. I think he took like the sixth most shots on the team or something when he was there. I mean, so he gets those guys to be unselfish and to play hard, even though they're big stars. And what's so great about it is, you know, Everybody's sitting around going, my kids are shooting too much. This kid is doing this too much. And Kale doesn't get enough credit for the things that you just said. It is amazing to watch every year him putting his team together and getting the top kids in the country to want to be there and then to want to share the ball the way they do. We had Carl Towns at our practice yesterday, the father of Carl Anthony, because he's a Monmouth grad, yep. and he told us he was going to sit in our section. But he talked about when his son was there and how Cal told him, listen, you don't want to play, sit down. All right? Other guys are going to want to play, and when you start working the way you want to work, then I'll play you more. But Carl only scored 10 points a game, his father said, when he was there. Yep. And that made him be the number one pick, because I think, the NBA is watching what Kale's doing and seeing if you're a pro, you have to be able to play with other people. And Kale has his kids understanding that as well as anybody in the country. Talking with King Rice is in the seventh season at Monmouth. Tell me about your team this year. Tell me about your, uh, your, your kids. Tell me uh, about what you're expecting as you get ready to go. Basically, as you get ready to open the league and stuff, forget the non-conference record. I, I give you credit for playing all these teams. I, I actually like the way you go about this. I think if your kids can survive going to play, say, at Virginia, where you know every basket's hard to get. I mean, that's a, right. I mean you you, you got you to work just to get a hoop. I mean, uh, that's the way you want yep. to prepare guys to play. Yes, we do. And our team is, you know, we lost six seniors last year that had really lifted this program up and we're all and most of the guys on the team this year were on those teams. But Austin Tillman and Micah Seaborn and Zach Tillman were major contributors the last couple of years. 
So how many guys you play? How many guys you playing this year? How many guys are in your rotation? We we got about ten kids in over ten minutes. Okay. Uh, Micah Seaborn is our main guy. Right. Uh, Micah's he's been tremendous this year. He's shooting fifty percent from two. He's shooting fifty two percent from three and about eighty from the free throw line. Um, He's he's a talented kid. He's he's becoming a much better leader. Um, He was with all those other guys and was a starter, and now his role has changed to being the main leader of the team. And along with Austin Tillman and Zach Tillman, I think they've done a tremendous job of being there for the young guys, letting them know this is how we do it at Monmouth. And if we follow what Coach is talking about and stick together, regardless of what happens in the early games, will be strong at the end. When you're on that practice floor, King, with and we're talking about King Rice, the Monmouth head coach, and I don't know if you use the index cards like you, you like 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 uh, Coach Smith used to, but uh, what is it? What What do you remember? What do you hear in your head from the days of Carolina? Well, we use something on our board pretty much before every game, and and before they go out, we put up play hard, play smart, play together, and have fun. And that was Coach Smith's thing. Uh, he'd always put three things on the board. But when he really just needed us to play, that's what he would play. I mean, that's what he would say. Um, Coach Larry Brown used that when he was at SMU. And we use that here. Um, and you just want your kids to try their hardest all the time and make sure no matter what happens on the court that we stick together. And that's what I take from my Carolina days and if if we can build it up, I, I think our program will continue to get better. Which is your best uh, of your freshman kids this year? Which one's the most promising right now? Well, right now, Dion Hammond has broken through and started a few games. Uh, Marcus McCleary played at St. Pat's uh, up in northern New Jersey. And then we have two other freshmen that we got really late. Uh, one is George Pappas. That has been the surprise of the class, I would say, because he came as a walk-on. And then Malik Martin uh, from Pennsylvania, who just turned 18, he was going to go to prep school, but we we saw him late July, and he ended up coming. And we're very fortunate to have all four of those kids because they're playing good minutes for us. In our four-overtime game, Malik played 50 minutes, and George played 40 minutes. And I probably used them too much in those games just because they, they, they probably shouldn't ever have to play that much. But they're, they're good kids from good families that, that are going to really help us take this program to the next level. How many shots in the four-overtime game? How many, how many times did you have a chance in the early overtimes to win it legitimately? Oh, probably 10. Oh, really? That we many, missed, huh? 20, okay. we, missed, we missed 27 free throws. Oh, Oh. And we missed five of them in the fourth turnover. I mean, the fourth overtime. Ooh. So it was we we kind of inflicted some of the pain on ourselves in that game. Well, listen, Penn was very very good. Steve Donahue has done a great job, and uh, they're always I good. I mean, Penn and Princeton are always good. Yep. Yep. They're always and good teams. We got Princeton next week. I know so you do. So they're we'll always good. Yeah. Well, listen. I think those games, Mike, are are great for Monmouth, though. I agree. For Monmouth to play Penn, for Monmouth to play Princeton, it was great in the NIT that we got to play Kevin's team because he's one at Seton Hall. He's one of the best teams this year and what he's done over the last three years. So it's 
This year, we stepped up our mid-major games, you know, playing Yale, Princeton, Hofstra. Those are the games that, that are going to make our schedule even tougher than it has been in the past. And who did the coaches vote the preseason number one in your league this year? Uh, it's Iona, and then Manhattan, and then us. Iona, Manhattan, and then you guys. Okay. That sounds good. Well, listen, uh, good luck tomorrow. Don't beat Cal up too bad, okay? I All mean, right. uh, you know, don't t- try to take it easy for him. Take it easy on him, you know, because, you know, you know how he gets. So take it easy on him tomorrow, and good luck tomorrow, and good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for a couple of minutes. Appreciate it very much. Well, Mike, thank you, and I've heard that you, you, you're going to be retiring. I think it's retiring, but oh. I just want to wish you all the best. Um, I, I feel so fortunate and blessed that I get to be on one, another time on your show. Well, where, thank you, King. You know, just really good luck with whatever you Thank you, you very do. much. Appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow. All right. Thank, thank you, Thank you very much. King Lice, the uh, Monmouth coach, back after this.